beloved, we are gathered today to witness the joining of two lovers. Welcome to The Corner Booth, our weekly podcast where we discuss all things weddings, relationships, and everyday quandaries. We're your hosts, Cynthia and Megan two wedding professionals that have seen it all and are here to help you through it. So grab your favorite beverage and let's get cozy. We're live. Live in action. Three, two, one. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know what? I noticed something in like one of our last episodes. What? We do laugh a lot, which is kind of fun because like I was listening to my car the one day and I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, it's just kind of funny because I hear like us laughing and then I just start laughing and it instantly boosts my mood. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully we're not the only ones. I did have someone comment and say that to us or to to me about us laughing a lot. Was it bad or good? I, I don't, I don't know. Oh, well, that's I don't, aggressive. I think it was more negative, but... I'm sorry you hate <laughs> laughing in your life. Right. I was like, ah, okay. Well, we're still going to laugh because we're hilarious. Right. Um, I was listening to a different podcast today. Um, I just kind of started it and I got maybe like three minutes in and I was so bored because it was, um, I don't remember who the person was. She was on the OC. Mm-hmm. Rachel Bilson. Um, it's her podcast. She just started it. It's very new. But they're so monotone. And like, this is how they talk the entire time. Hello and welcome. That's what I'm nervous about podcast. for us. I'm like, we got to keep her up. We got to pipe her up. I'm like, I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> like, is this a sleep podcast? And then like, <laughs> she has Aubrey Plaza on, who's hilarious. Yeah. And it's still the same thing. She goes, how did you get started in the acting community? And I'm like, bitch, please. Like, let's get some tone in here. Did, did Aubrey talk like a lot or no? Or I, I, I honestly cut, I cut it off after that oh, because I couldn't, I couldn't listen to it anymore. Cause I'm like, oh, this, this is boring. Yeah. Like I need, I need to feel life. <laughs> I felt nothing. I know. <laughs> Hopefully I feel like our bachelor episodes do that. I've had a lot of people commenting on it and I'm like, I just love it. I had another a gal I was talking yeah. this weekend and she's like, honestly, it feels like girl talk. So like, even though she said, I'm not a part of it, <laughs> she's like, I was feeling the same thing and saying the same things. And it was just cool to know that like you thought we're thinking it too. And I was kind of like responding, yeah, even though you couldn't hear me. (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly what I want. So I'm glad. (laughs) Um, I do think with our Bachelor episodes that we have have to have a little bit more structure. But it's so hard when it's the first two episodes. We don't know what the fuck's happening. Right, right. So I think once we get started, it'll... Yeah. I mean, we've never also reviewed anything. (laughs) (laughs) We've reviewed wine. Yeah, that's true. It's basically the same thing. Speaking what of, are we drinking? Yeah, speaking of wine, <laughs> we got some wine today. Um, okay, so we went with just anything that's in my uh, selection, my personal selection today. And uh, this, we're bringing it back uh, pretty, f- you know, back to 2014 for when the bottle it says on here. But we're also bringing it back to 2020 of when I got it, unfortunately. You know something really crazy? What? We were like 21, 22 in 2014. Yeah. That's how old this bottle is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. (laughs) Well, age just as nice as us because it tastes great. Yep. And we're great. (laughs) Well, (laughs) some days. Okay. But I got this bottle of wine um, back in 2020. It was during like the beginning of the lockdown and we could only be in groups of 10 or less. And oh, I'm like. 
back in 2020. Where were you? Oh, no, just oh. like in general, you weren't supposed to be at home without with that's, more than 10 people. That's true. Oh my God. Yeah, I forgot. That feels like a pipe dream. Right? And so we... It was just turning nice out because it was springtime and it was like 70 degrees outside. And so um, my friend Carly planned a wine drive for me. So we sat outside in my front of my house and friends drove by and dropped off a was bottle that, of wine for me. Was that for me. your birthday? Yeah. <laughs> so this is from that. I don't know who gave it to me. I don't remember. But this was from that. <laughs> hey, that's great. Yeah. So I have Robert Mondavi, a private selection. And um, it's aged in bourbon barrels and it's a Cab, um, Cabernet Sauvignon, and it says something about Monetary County 2014. Okay, so it says this limited release Cabernet blend uh, blends the craftsmanship of California winemaking with the southern traditions of bourbon whiskey aging. Our coastal California vineyards deliver deep flavors of black cherry and blackberry to the wine. And then it says that you're going to taste some blackberry cobbler, graham cracker, brown sugar, milk, chocolate, coffee, and smoke, along with uh, like sweet vanilla custard, caramel mocha. And then the tannins are really light. So it says soft, chewy tannins with a hint of toasted oak. Literally every little sweet you can think of is in this wine. Like, <laughs> like narrow it down. Right, right. I know. It's just, it's pretty much saying, and the way that it tastes is that it's not dry, but it's not Sweet. sweet either yeah so it's, it's a good, good like and a lot of these things that it's listed are kind of saying like it's it's got a little some kind of sweetness to it but for the most part they're not like you know sweet and sour or anything mm-hmm. they're more uh salty-ish yeah i kind of get that vibe yeah taking the sip skis of it there's, yeah there's something there so mm-hmm. i've had this bottle before i think i bought it from either cork and key or high v one of the two yeah but oh, I've had a lot of Robert Mondavi before. I do like him. I had never heard of the brand before until like I saw really? it. it was on sale at one of those spots. God, like I remember having it. It had to been 2022, actually. Yeah. Or 2021. This is like one of those where like there's it's still cheap. But, yeah. But it's not like super expensive. So it's like a perfect one where you're like, let me spurge, splurge a little instead I, of getting a Boda Box when I go to the <laughs> liquor store. My issue with like, I love Boda Box. Don't get me wrong. But like. It's, I mean, I, I never know when the cutoff point is because I also can never remember when I open shit. So I'm just like, has it been 30 days? I know, it's still I know. Fresh. Back in, about back in 2020, I used to drink so much box wine. It's because you couldn't go anywhere. And I was with people that would drink it too. So I was like, no matter what, I literally had box wine for a point of time and it would go <laughs> bad. And yeah. then that happened and I would go through a couple of very fast where it was like okay this didn't last anything close to its expiration date but now i mean now if i have i've had it a couple times now home here and it just gets goes to waste yeah it does i can't drink or or i could just get bored i get bored drinking the same thing like i'm usually a red girly but like i want to switch up between like a pinot noir and a cabernet and i want to have a malbec every once in a while you know we should do what we should so you see on like the tiktoks where they have like all the sodas or the beers and it's all covered yeah. and you don't know what it is on the other we side should do reels. yeah we should we should do it of different red wines like or something a, a pinot noir a malbec yeah. a merlot because you say that now and you're gonna have no fucking idea when you're trying them no i'm not i'm gonna look like a fool i know should we run to the liquor store quick and get like little bottles <gasps> and make a reels tonight maybe we should we both look super trashy That's, so yeah. we could do it yeah put a filter on yeah i mean it is 6 30 and we do have bachelor at seven yeah that's fine this episode's not gonna take much long much time Ooh, 
this will be fun. This will be fun. I have to also, also create a box. We haven't seen each other in a week. You know what I right? I More than that, because we didn't do so. We pre-recorded we did Batch Monday last week, and that's oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, we did. We haven't seen each other in a week. Yeah. Well, hi, how know, you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if we've talked every day, to be honest. I think I we've like either. Snapchatted because we've got like a streak of five days because yeah. we ruined our streak a couple weeks ago. But uh, I know. I know. I feel like this, there's been a lot going on. So it just kind of like has kind of time has kind of slipped away. Well, that and just life in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have some new, a few new celebrity engagements, marriages. Oh, Yeah. J-Lo. I would say we haven't talked about J-Lo, right? Yeah, no. They got married yeah, in yeah. Vegas. Now she's J-Lo Affleck. Mm-hmm. Affleck. Affleck. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> and that was kind of cool. And we were trying to figure out what dress she ended up using from like an old, one of her old movies. Did you see that? Shit, no. I've literally not looked at anything of this wedding. Oh, I, like, I don't know seeing how. I stuff don't online. Like, I don't feel like it was like that publicized. Like also, I understand they went and got married. Right. People are probably all over. They're like, you guys were engaged how many times before, or like for how long before? Yeah. And it's just kind of like, yep, it's a real deal now. We yeah. know it. Okay, cool. You're married. Mm-hmm. Wait till he bangs his next nanny, kind of thing. Is that what happened? Yeah, that's why him and Jennifer Garner broke up because he was sleeping with the nanny. Oh. I did not know that. Mm, hot goss. I didn't. Yeah. I just don't really keep up, I guess. But yeah. now she's never usually married anyone. She just is like a serial engagementist. Yeah. Well, she was married. No, engaged. Her and A-Rod never got married. That's what I'm saying. She's serial. Yeah. She's a serial. Like, you know, serial. Serial like, engager. Yeah. Like she always gets engaged to people because there's been so many people that she's been engaged to or. But then she never actually gets married. So this is the first time yeah. she's not the first time. But like. For the well, most part. I mean, she, she got married God knows how long, but it only lasted maybe a year or something. And then she got married to, um, oh, he was... Oh, she's been married four times. Yes. she. I don't remember the first marriage. It was not... It didn't last very long. And then there was... Um, oh my god what the hell is his name it's not enrique iglesias um, um it's coming to <laughs> me i've been married three times once was nine months and the once one was only 11 months so we don't really count those <laughs> oh, okay yeah what who was who was the devilishly handsome man that she was married to j-lo marriages i'm i'm wikipedia if i can click on it okay mark anthony that's the man ah. oh oh yes okay so the two that i had no idea was about was Oh, Johnny Noah from, oh, from, from 1997, 1998. And then she married Chris Judd from 2001 to 2003, Mark Anthony from 2004 to 2014. And then that's when she was dating A-Rod from like probably 2015 until Mm -hmm. 2021. And now Mm -hmm. back to Ben Affleck. And then who else was she engaged to during all those times besides, um, was there any other engagements? I mean, I thought she was engaged, like, to a, like, was it just Affleck and Aaron? I think so. Huh. It just seems like so many more with the way it's gone, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. so she, um, she, there was rumor that her dress that she wore was of, from one of her original, like, one of her movies back in the day. God, which one? Uh, well she's been in the, so many fucking rom-coms the, the, and where you were following on instagram not skinny but not fat yeah she yep. was posting all about this 
Oh. Oh my god, did you know her and Drake dated in 2016? I know. Nothing surprises me at this point. Oh, and then there was a Casper Smart. He looks like he's 12 years old. (gasps) He was 17 years younger than her. Holy shit. And they dated for two and a half years. Could you imagine dating Mm. somebody 17 years younger than you? We would literally be dating fetuses right now. Like children. Just tiny babies. Oh. Lopez's whirlwind romance with fellow Latin music superstar Mark Anthony began in September 2003 with the couple saying their I do's in June of 2004. Oh, a week after her divorce from... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Well, she was with Affleck right after Aaron, too. Yes. Yes. Sorry, this page six sucks. I should never have looked at page six. Yeah, well, today we're talking about um, some questions and answers. (laughs) Wedding edition. Sounds so bad. Okay, I'll That's start. okay. It's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. We'll go with it. It's fine. <laughs> People do need to know that we're not perfect. Yeah. I mean, contrary I think to public belief. Oh, but. yes, of course. Uh, yeah. No. So we've been having you guys write on like our Instagram and whatnot, trying to ask us questions that you wanted to hear. So it's less geared towards the topic that we choose. And so mm-hmm. today we're just going to be answering some questions that you guys sent in. Yeah. But it did turn out that we expected from a lot of uh, people's uh thoughts and opinions to yeah me, that people like, have given us since we've started that they liked hearing more of like the banter like personally between us rather than more of the wedding stuff yeah. depending on where you're at like you know in your life and so we kind of thought this was going to be an open-ended to like tell us what you want to hear because we don't yeah. want to sit here and talk about ourselves and i was really excited to sit and talk about myself right and like, to, i was ready like yeah. you want to know my dream job absolutely here you go here it is <laughs> yeah contrary to believe no one asked us about personal questions yeah. you fuckers <laughs> nobody cares about what we actually care about also my favorite color is yellow thank you for asking <laughs> I really enjoy rosé on a boat, okay? (laughs) So today is Q&A wedding Wedding edition. edition. (laughs) And maybe y'all will care about us later and we'll come back to that in the future. (laughs) You know, it is funny though because... I've heard from how many people, I say how many, like like it's a hundred. I've heard from like maybe three um, <laughs> where they're just like, yeah, Megan, you and Cynthia have great banter. Like, it's so fun. Like, just like listen to you guys' girlfriend talk and like stuff like that. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, it's cool. We want to know, hear more about you and like how you and your partners met and like all that stuff. And literally not a single question came in asking about me <laughs> not even a megan how are you doing right i'm just gonna chalk it up to um the people that are listening are day ones and they already know all the answers to these things so maybe in the future we'll get people that don't know us and then we'll ask those questions yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh so at the wedding on saturday one of um the gals that works for um one of the cater companies that we have she goes megan i am loving the podcast she goes i'm not fully caught up i see you guys have like so many episodes out but honestly Mm -hmm. when i go for my nightly walks it's one of my favorite things to listen to and she goes it's so nice like hearing your voice because i know you and i know the space that you're talking about Mm -hmm. and i looked at her i'm like that is so nice and she goes it's great i'm like no actually thank you like (laughs) thank you for saying that like it's kind of nice to like know oh i know Who's actually listening? I keep on getting a lot of people every time I go out or something. How's the podcast? How's the podcast? And honestly, I'm a no, like 
I'm not the best because I'm just like, yep, it's going. Like, I really don't have like all these things to say about it. And I'm like, I should probably say more. <laughs> but I have no idea. It's one of those general conversations where you see someone for the first time in a long time. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, how are you? Good. Good. Like, I have a podcast. You don't want to like brag about it. No, no. I'm just saying in general, like when you see people you see every all the time, you if you don't see them for a week, you're like, okay, I've tell you this, 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 and this. Like I have so much to tell you. But like when you don't see people very often and it's like one of those small talk conversations and you're like, oh, it's been a, like a year or two since I've seen you. What's new? You literally just have the most bland thing because you're like, oh yeah, I don't really know. Same old, same old, like doing the same thing. You yeah. don't have like those details to tell people. Yeah. At least, at least I don't divulge information. So like I don't have things that come to mind when I'm talking to people. And I feel like it's the same thing when people ask me about the podcast. I'm like just so general with it. I'm like, good. Like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Sometimes it really sucks, but we love doing no, it. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> but like, I just don't know the detail. Like, I don't know what detail someone wants to hear. Yeah. But so then, it, but it feels good that people are asking. Like, yeah. I think that and I'm like, oh, I should really say more because like, if people stop asking because my reaction or like not giving them much information i feel like they're gonna stop asking and then it'd be like no one's listening anymore no one cares or it's behind like no one's paying attention and so it's nice for everyone to hear or it's nice to hear that everyone is still asking yeah about it so it's still out there it doesn't seem like it's old news kind of thing right 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 yeah i'm really kind of hoping like one of my goals and dreams for us right now is that like another like local podcast or something asks us to like come on like their podcast yeah so we can like like start, like, <laughs> like 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 um how many times does megan say the word like and how many times says does cynthia say um so yeah. we're both there don't worry we'll have a continuous count for fuck <laughs> yeah and that one we just are okay with we're happy with the number on that one we don't yeah. care yeah. <laughs> um f- what's your favorite curse word probably fuck <laughs> <laughs> but, but actually yeah um but it would be fun like i think once people yeah i think we should probably have someone on soon yeah oh oh, yeah shit yeah Mm -hmm. we should really Mm -hmm. we also need to figure out how to actually do that but yes well i got another speaker so we'll just have to figure out how to connect to the interface and we'll be good we are hospitality majors and art yeah. school majors. Yeah, not tech <laughs> in any manner. Um, okay, Luckily. so let's just get dive right into the questions. Okay. Okay, so the first one was, if you could change one thing about your wedding day, what would it be? And I'm gearing that towards you because I haven't had one of those. <laughs> what, a wedding? Yeah. Are you sure? Yep. How many in your dreams have you had? <sighs> Honestly, I don't think I really dreamt about it. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, I still have nightmares about my wedding. It, already, it happened two years ago. Okay, so perfect. I... Like, so you'll have lots of things to say for this question. Well, okay, so I was thinking about this question earlier today, and I have three things. I okay. can't decide which one I would have changed the most, so I'm just going to say Top three, three, but not in any special order. Correct. First off, um, I wish we would have done a receiving line. You really do? Yeah, because I spent the entire freaking reception talking to people. Yeah. I wish I could have just like said hello, goodbye, thank you for coming right away mm-hmm. versus spending the entire reception walking around talking to people. Granted, it was nice to catch up with people, but I would have so much rather enjoyed my band that we spent so much money on. Right. Oh, and agreed. Had a good time. 
Second thing, I wish I would have changed into my reception dress much earlier. Um, mm-hmm. So like, I'm glad that I did dinner and everything in my wedding dress, yeah. but I wish I would have put my reception dress on before the first dances mm-hmm. because it was so heavy. It kept falling down. I couldn't move. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can see that. I've thought about that too, because yeah. I honestly, I, I probably plan on putting two, having two outfits mm-hmm. because if I pick anything that, like I said before, got to spread the legs. Yeah. So like, I know. And, but part of me loves it right now, the trend that I'm seeing where people change into it for the grand entrance and then like it's at the grand entrance when well, you walk in it's the new outfits okay so i thought about that too but like my idea was oh when they call us out for the first dance i'll just come out in this beautiful new dress yeah like kind of have that yeah moment. That's, i like that i like that but like i didn't change into mine until after that moment was gone and some people are like oh you changed yeah like and when did you change it was like you need to have that moment if you're gonna yeah. change you gotta have that moment of people seeing it so okay Totally agree. I'm not even gonna say my, I'm not even gonna say my third thing because it wasn't like that big of a deal. But it was basically I just didn't want to like I shouldn't have no, done. You can say it. Okay, I just I don't think I should have done bridal party portraits outside. I should have done bridal party portraits inside because we lost a lot of time because I didn't build enough time in the schedule. Yada yada yada. Not a big deal. Okay. Still love my bridal party. But portraits. also depends on the, on the venue too. Because That's true. was your uh, was yours offsite? Your yeah. outside photos? Yes. So you had to, yeah, you had to transport. Yeah. So it's a little bit different when you have to go somewhere and do it. But mm-hmm. if it's already in the same spot, then maybe yeah. it's not as big of a deal. So you just mean maybe keeping it all in one spot rather than having yeah. to move around and yeah. not necessarily because it's photos, but just the traveling aspect of things. Yeah. Agreed. Um, and it was fucking 30 degrees outside or 20 degrees. Outside. Oh, yeah. It was I, forget, I forget it's that winter. it was winter time. Um, and all my bridesmaids just bitched about it the entire time. Yeah. I mean, I had a friend who got married in November and November is one of those where like earlier hot or cold right and i think leading up to her wedding it actually wasn't super super cold so we were like thinking we were gonna you know not Mm -hmm. have to worry about being super super cold and it ended up being freezing and so we had to kind of get through that Mm -hmm. but it was fun because myself and my girlfriend mo were wearing like fur like like she had like a fur her fur jacket that's really cute and i had like this like over shawl thing that was like fur yeah and we brought those out that's what we were wearing and they were cute enough where tyler um the groom put on her jacket and (gasps) my friend put on mine and they took some photos in it not that they used it for anything but it was cute because they like did a little photo shoot quick with the furs but yeah no we were miserable out there for like a hot second but not miserable miserable but like we would have rather been inside yeah okay so i do have kind of like a little humble brag thing to kind of talk about not a humble brag but it was it was probably my favorite moment from this last weekend's wedding yeah this last weekend's wedding was the one of the biggest weddings i've ever done and it had the most work to be done at it Mm -hmm. but this one moment i'm so proud of because it was partially my idea partially the brides but i was like the one that fully executed this idea so she had won the most amazing ceremony dress I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then for the reception, bought the most incredible reception dress I've ever seen. And then the groom also mm. changed his outfit See, too. I love it. Yeah, it was great. So we had this whole moment. I looked at her. I pulled her off the dance floor after like the first couple songs. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dress time? And she goes, yeah. yes. So she went upstairs. You, wrong, you knew better. You're like, I did this wrong in mine. I got to make sure it's right for you. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. So like they did their first dance, right? Father, daughter, mother, son. They played two party songs. And then I looked at her. She's, I'm like, dress time? Mm-hmm. She goes, yep. So she went upstairs. The groom came upstairs. They both changed into their dresses. Mm-hmm. Or not dresses, sorry. The groom <laughs> new put, outfits. put yeah, a yeah, new yeah. outfit on. She put a different dress on. And 
then they made these disco ball letters with their last mm. name that I had like um, installed earlier in the day. Yeah. So I went up onto the mezzanine, quick drop them down. Yeah. And then the DJ made. I'm like, loving this. So we made it. I asked him, okay, what song do you want to do your big reveal into the ballroom for this dance for? Yeah. Or for like this party time. And they're like, oh, I don't know. We don't know. And I'm like, well, you guys have been together for freaking 10 years. Let's do About Damn Time by Lizzo. <laughs> so I'm like, yes. okay, cool. As soon as you hear this song, get your, like, run straight up to the dance floor. If people stop you to push them away, yeah. run straight to the it. dance floor. So, and then I go down and I'm working with the DJ who their DJ was the most incredible human being I've ever met in the face of the planet. Like he's one of my, <laughs> I met him for the first time on Saturday. Yeah. He was, he's, we'll give a shout out. What's his name? Um, DJ Colin from Harmony DJ. He was phenomenal. Hey, okay. He was great. So check him out. But, um, so I went up to him. I'm like, okay, cool. This is the song. This is what's going to happen. We did the cool, like cold sparkler pyros. Yeah. So he made an announcement. It's just like, all right, you guys, we know Courtney looked fabulous before. She looks even better now. Let's bring her and Tim out <laughs> to the dance floor. And yeah, they, uh, he, turned on the song, got them soup, get the whole guests hyped up. Mm -hmm. They came down the dance floor. Ugh. As soon as they got up, Tim pulled her out as if like he was about to like get her into a spin. Yeah. I flipped on the cold sparklers and people were Do you were have a video just, of this? Oh yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll put it on. Um, okay. I'll okay. put it on Instagram. Um, but the people just went crazy for it. Oh my God. And like, yeah, nobody knew she had a second dress. Yeah. And it was just the greatest moment from this wedding. It was oh, my favorite. Like I love and it. The mom looked at me and she goes, I didn't know that was happy. And I'm like, I know. I got secrets. <laughs> I like to keep people on their toes. And then we had so much left of those pyros at the end of the night that I let them go during like the last dance. And the bride didn't know yeah. that I was going to do that either. But I'm like, you spent money on these things. Like, right. we might as well we use, use them up. Yeah. But, yeah. So um, definitely if you're going to get a second dress, change into it earlier because you're yeah. gonna have so much more fun but make it a moment mm -hmm. i love this and i will say i have now with all these fun things i'm like starting to like okay check thinking mm -hmm. about it in my head and i usually haven't done that in the past <laughs> but we're like forcing me to do these things <laughs> but i love yeah. it hopefully so hopefully it's working for everyone else yeah yeah hopefully yeah okay so the next question that we had was um it was about this was probably the most personal one that we've gotten, even though it's still on on brand for <laughs> weddings. This is like the only question that is potentially about us specifically. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it was, how does someone get into working in the wedding industry? Yeah. I mean, long story short, we both went, technically went to school for this and knew we wanted to be in this area, uh, but we both had different journeys to get there. Yeah, I was going to say, because you went for hospitality yeah. and right. management and that stuff. Whereas mm -hmm. I went for photography, but when I was doing photography through school, like I took a couple wedding classes and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I'd worked for, um, a couple companies that did weddings, mm -hmm. but my main focus at the time was going to be on like families and children. Right. Yeah. But then I started working with families and children. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I started doing weddings and I'm like, Oh, it's about the same. Yeah. And then, I mean, if you go back to our first episode, I'm assuming if you're this far, you've listened to that and that we explained kind of how we 
how you went from school to with you know photography yep. to how you got to the venue um and then for me i mean i kind of said it before too yeah i just i went to school for it and ended up you know getting looking for jobs in my in my realm of things and then just yeah i knew i wanted to do venue management so that's why i went yeah. with it but i think a lot of people find i think it's surprising that there's a lot more people that just like are servers or like bartenders yep. or something in some way for the, for a venue or for a bar or whatever and just find themselves getting into that role you know well that's kind of the best way to go about it or like if you need help like flipping the room like mm-hmm. coming into it that way because right how many wedding planners and like that kind of and like other vendors professionals like us mm-hmm. do you know that just like woke up one day and I'm like, I right. want to do this. Yeah. Like, nobody. Mm-hmm. Everybody has stepped into this role through something else. Right. Right. Yeah. But that's really the only way you can do it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I would say like, it's not like super specific where like, even though I say I, I went to school for this, I didn't necessarily go to school, like leave high school and say, okay, I'm going to college and I'm going to be in this. I'm going to be, you know, a yeah. wedding coordinator, venue coordinator, uh, whatever, you know, I, it, 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 evolved over time yeah and you don't necessarily have to go to school for it no granted i mean sometimes it helps sometimes it doesn't but Mm -hmm. like no i know every anyone who would start like you know working with us doing bartending or doing the setups could you know be an assistant and work their way up and then get to being a coordinator or and and make their way to to being yeah a coordinator yeah i feel like yeah that's the most perfect way to actually explain it because you don't really know until you know right okay what have you witnessed during ceremonies that you really liked okay um full disclosure i think for both of us that we said before this <laughs> we, don't pay attention. Uh, we don't pay attention during ceremonies because we got other shit going <laughs> yeah i'm usually like checking on the bar being like okay yeah. you good free beer free wine free yeah soda. this is our time that These we're getting bars ready to go yeah, yeah my ceremony spots are outside so and unless we coordinate it in which i don't offer that right now <laughs> like we're not necessarily <laughs> out there <laughs> and if you catch me out there you're lucky <laughs> but i will go there to fluff your dress and then go <laughs> yeah peace out girl scout good luck yeah <laughs> um but i mean one thing i really love i i absolutely love seeing which i know that i would like to incorporate would in my own someday would be like live music like Mm -hmm. i like djs and and they do a great job you know they do it so often but i like live music i like yeah like i have like such a i just like my everything tingles you know like your head tingles like your the goosebumps when a when the violin plays like when i'm just like in general like yes. nickel played on like a music video and we're sitting at home and i'm like oh, i love this so like i just love live music and that so i just think live but with a violinist and whatnot i just that's that gets me mm-hmm. i don't know and just mm. like the honestly this is the one thing that's like super traditional that i love is um like the cannon in the d like hearing but that on a violin just yeah mm, right just beautiful. like those those beautiful. traditional things yeah um my big thing is i love ceremonies that are more about like the couple mm-hmm. and less about like the big man upstairs yeah yeah like, i know i get that I, I understand like everybody's got their own like religion backgrounds and mm-hmm. stuff like that but mm-hmm. Like in in my personal opinion, like a wedding is about those people. Correct. Yeah. So making it unique to you. Yeah. And then you 
I think you get people engaged too when you do that mm -hmm. because then the people that are there are invited because they're close to one or both of the couple that's getting married yeah. and they're able to be like oh i could totally see that person doing that it's like they're explaining something yeah exactly yeah. well and then kind of on those same lines like the unity ceremony mm -hmm. we we talked in detail about like unity ceremonies are like a first episode but like i've seen a lot more couples lately like just sign their marriage license which is yeah. kind of nice yeah um, oh actually somebody a couple weeks ago they made a pb and j sandwich because no they're way. both teachers and it was adorable that is so cute yeah, yeah i do like because a lot of people don't sign their license at the ceremony. They either have done that like weeks before the wedding just to cross it off the list. And like that. So pretty much when you are walking down the aisle, you've already been married. Like yeah. you, the piece of paper is assigned. You're married. Mm -hmm. So I really like the idea of like doing that in front of everyone and making it binding in, at that moment. Yep. I really do like that. Um, but one like a unity that we do that's I think a little unique just to my venue just because we're a winery is like a blending ceremony mm -hmm. I do a lot but it's I mean it's not as unique to me anymore because I see it all the time yeah but it could be still unique to the couple and guests but the only problem with that is one I mean they couldn't leave with the wine but it's not probably going to taste good they have to drink they, it that night i mean yeah. most of my most weddings are ceremony and reception on site That's so true. very very limited do i have to worry about that but it's worked out pretty well with being when they go yeah. to you yeah <laughs> but the, the two times yeah that you've, yeah you've done a blending ceremony well that they've had receptions off site and they've yeah. been with you yeah otherwise they're always with me and we just bring it to the head table and there you go yeah like good to go so I, I like that too. So then we also got a question from a capital ride asking about who our mental blacklist is and that they need to know. Uh, but we're not going to answer that one on here, but we want to make sure that you know we did get it. Yep. And uh, Megan says... Just, just text me. Um, <laughs> tell me who are you booked. I'll tell you yes or no. Um, but it's, it's like, we don't want to like scorn not scorn we don't want to trash somebody's name on like a podcast that's so popular right like, it's so popular <laughs> um but also just to let everyone know i mean these are just the, the people that are on our blacklist are like the one in times that have been there and we're like oh that was bad there's a reason yep. we've only had them out here a few times so like yeah there's the ones that we the venue vendors that you see at our venues constantly are obviously the good ones yeah and the ones that we enjoy working with the yeah. most so yeah. Okay. What are a waste of money things? And so we talked a lot about stuff that we said like were worth it or weren't and whatnot on the last episode on episode nine. Yes. Yep. So I think that that's pretty much yeah, covered kinda, a little bit. Yeah. Kind of refer back to that because we went into some long tangents on that stuff. So we don't want to have to, you know, beat a dead horse and keep talking about it. Right. <laughs> Another question that we got was, what are underrated wedding things or activities? So things that we don't see enough or we've mm -hmm. seen that are like a new trend that we are loving yeah. or just what are those things that we just don't see everyone doing? Yeah. So, I mean, going back to like my wedding that happened this last weekend, they did those cold sparklers mm -hmm. and obviously you have to check with your venue to make sure your venue is okay with it. But what I love about these ones is you can use them inside. Mm -hmm. and they're just so freaking cool and um this one kind of goes into like the other one that i wrote on here like was two dresses and outfits for both the bride and groom right i think that's so, definitely the two dress one is mine um yeah. i 
have been loving seeing it. I probably want to do it. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, it's just like fun. Cause you can go so many different ways with it. Yeah. It can be another dress. It could be a party dress. It could be a jumpsuit. It could be a little like nighttime. Pajamas. Like, yeah. Pajamas. Like yeah. anything. And you mentioned though, that you thought like, it'd be really cool to see both people doing it. Yeah. Well, because I mean, okay, there's a lot of hype around the bride, but it's mm-hmm. the groom's day too. Right. Like, yeah, yeah they're not, they're not going to get burned by any means. Right. But <laughs> uh, I think another thing that's underrated, but I definitely think we've been seeing a lot more like a trends on social media and whatnot of it, mm-hmm. but maybe you haven't been to as many weddings where it's been there is doing something with champagne. So like there've been a lot of like, you know, in the past there's always like the champagne toasts during Mm -hmm. like the social hour or something, but not a lot of people do it for the full crowd anymore, but like the champagne towers and the champagne walls, I still love those. Like we have a champagne like wall and it's just, it's just so fun to like whip out for even other events too. Um, Mm -hmm. But then the tower is cool too. But like, just think of like, you're walking into this elegant looking space and you get you're you're greeted with a glass of champagne like I don't know it's just kind of like a warm fuzzy kind of cool feeling and like Mm -hmm. then watching the bride and groom like it's just like a one have a moment yeah it's It's just like that you're like the elevated atmosphere of getting handed a a glass is just cool yeah, it's fun. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, that and then like lately I've been seeing, I don't know if you guys have seen at your space yet, but doing a champagne toast into like the ceremony. Mm-hmm. So it gives guests something to like sip on while they're waiting for the ceremony yeah. to begin or the yeah. ceremony to start kind mm-hmm. of thing. So. Or we've done it like after the ceremony has just finished and oh, yeah. everyone's still sitting at their spots and then they get like a glass. Oh, that's cool too. Like a little tasting. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like that too. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I have to pause us for like one second because Chancaska won a really dope award. Oh, <laughs> like I was thinking on my way here today. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to start the podcast. Like, like congratulating Cynthia and Chancaska oh. and all this stuff. And then I forgot cause we got to talking, <laughs> but so yeah. what did you win? Um, so we are a part of Minnesota bride and they do like this cool ass gala, like award ceremony and everyone voted for like the best of Minnesota. Um, and anybody all- can vote too. Yeah. Like it's not yeah. just no, it's for the whole public and everyone. So like I was, you know, putting it on our social media, hoping that people would vote for it for us and whatnot. And there's different categories that you can vote for. And we, so we were nominated or so we were under the categories of voting for like outside ceremony and for, or outdoor venue was more ceremony, um, Southern Minnesota venue, and winery venue. And so as that, during that time, you voted for us for those things. And then I ended up getting a finalist for Southern Minnesota wedding um, venue and then took the the win for a winery wedding in Minnesota. Yeah. So it was really cool. I, honestly, oh, it was such an emotional and so, ha- I don't know, I'm, I was so jacked. <laughs> Good. Last year yeah. we were finalists for both those categories as well, but I didn't, and it was my first year um, attending and being a part of that at all. And so it was really cool to be a finalist for them, but I really like, you know, when it's like the first, you don't really know what you're expecting. So you're like, oh, this would be really cool if I did win. So like yeah. my, I was little like let down when I was only finalist for them, but yeah. I was like, that's fine. And then this year I like went in knowing that I'd be like, I know it's a tough competition. I know I'm not yeah. going to win. And then when we went out, when I, when Southern Minnesota was first and we didn't get it and I was like, I knew it, I know. And then winery and I did not expect to win because I 
I just assumed another winery automatically had it who had it last year and we got it and I was in shock. I literally stood up and I, and Chris is like, go, you're one. Did you realize we won? And I'm like, no. And then I was walking up and I'm like, I thought I'd be crying. And then I'm like, wow, I'm not. See, I just don't cry. And then finally, like after we grabbed it, I like sat down and I was, and I started crying. I was like, oh wow. Why am I? Then I was like, why am I crying? Because you're doing a good job. That's why you're crying because you deserved it. You earned that. Yeah. It was something that I was really, it's a good validation. It was great. Thanks for Thanks for congratulating. It was super Congratu- cool. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you're not just listening to the number one wedding podcast in Southern Minnesota, <laughs> yeah. but you're listening to the podcast that um, the number one wedding venue or winery wedding venue in Minnesota is yeah. a co, you know, host on. So. Yeah. Toot, toot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Sorry. I derailed this a little bit. That's okay. I mean, um, I'm okay. With it. Uh, okay. So back on the next question and I know you had a funny story, but um, I don't know. Remember. Oh, if, destination weddings. Yes. Yeah, well, so okay. That's the next one. Because and that was the, that was the question was destination weddings. So we don't really that's know what it. the question was. <laughs> that's the question. But so I kind of have like a funny story that ties in between like, um, champagne and destination weddings. Um, but so the drunkest I've ever gotten was when I drank champagne all day long in Mexico. It wasn't very safe, but it's yeah. fine. There's no ice or water in champagne, so you can't get yeah, sick from right, it. But right. um, I just drank it all day long because it was free. We mm-hmm. were at an all-inclusive. But my favorite moment was standing out on my balcony at our all-inclusive resort and we were put in like the wedding section of our hotel and I got to watch two wedding ceremonies happen like I got to watch the brides walk down the aisle and it was just so beautiful incredible and I'm sitting out there with my glass of champagne just watching it happen (laughs) on the the pat (laughs) up there just shouting (laughs) yeah you get it girl this lady (laughs) oh my god sidebar um so the week after like literally Six days after we were there, yeah, Jonathan Bennett got married literally right outside our room. So I could have fucking watched Jonathan Bennett get married. Don't kill me. Who is that? Um, the Aaron Samuels from Mean Girls. Oh, Aaron, Aaron looks sexy with his hair pushed back. <laughs> he got married there, the same place that you were at. Yeah, literally. Cool. Six days later. What? How did you know that he was at the same resort? Uh, because it was when tagged all over Instagram like six days later. Oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah. What? Um, but so anyways, but so I, I don't know, that kind of like ties in a little bit, but like doing right. destination weddings. Well, that was cool. I mean, yeah. So Mexico's cool to do one. Yeah. I, I love this. I think me and you, once we saw this, uh, this question it was more lack of question yeah it was more of a (laughs) this could be a whole topic that we'll probably need to talk about so we don't want to like go too in depth because i think this will be for the future where we get more in depth about it because we just love this topic and talking about like the logistics and like how destination weddings actually work even though we've never been a part of yeah we might need to do some research (laughs) (laughs) but love it because there's so there's so many different ways you can go about it beach mountains uh ireland yeah like I don't know, crazy. Yeah, Florida, <laughs> Florida. <laughs> so we got another question that wasn't really like a question; it was just dress shopping. <laughs> if you're listening and you know who you are, yes. I love you. <laughs> Thank you for giving us all the fuel because you are our number one fan. I feel like <laughs> if she isn't, I'm gonna be very upset. <laughs> no. Um, but I guess 
neither of us, I mean, I obviously like I've gone dress shopping and done that thing. Right. And like I've gone dress shopping when I've been a bridesmaid with brides. Yeah. But like that's kind of like a hard one for us to answer because we really have no idea. Right. And maybe that's another thing that, yeah, I think we would just have someone on and uh, that works owns a, bridal a, shop. Yeah, a yeah. bridal shop and then we can kind of dive deep and like you guys can let us know what questions that you want us to ask them mm-hmm. in order to get the questions all answered yeah the uh, to do's the to not do's right. like but one thing i think i could rattle off a whole bunch of questions that you'd have to think about when dress shopping that maybe you don't like yeah like what time of year are you getting married are you mm-hmm. going to care about what what time of year you're getting married versus what time what kind of what kind of a wedding dress you're going to have? Yeah. Yeah. Are you have long sleeves in July. Are you going to have short sleeves uh, in winter time? Um, Think of, can you sit? Can you dance? Can right. you, should you bring six people? Should you bring one person? Do you mm-hmm. get your groom involved or yeah. your partner? Or like, do you, mm-hmm. like, who do you all have involved with family this? that just friends? Yeah. yeah. Who's all coming around to this? How many places do you go? How many dresses do you try on? Yeah. What's too much? What's too little? Yeah. There's a lot. Are to you going to wear a veil? Are you going to, do you bring your mm-hmm. shoes with? Mm-hmm. What kind of underwear do you wear? Yeah. Do you get prettied up before? Do you work it in the same day that you get like your trial mm-hmm. for your, well, that'd be really early to your trial. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> we're going to where you get all dolled up for something yeah. and then go get a blowout that day so that like yeah. you're looking fine so you can kind of get a better idea. Like, yeah. what do you do? Yeah. I wish my dress shopping experience would have been a little bit more amped up, but literally like I did a, like a dress shopping thing with like my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law and obviously before we were married and it was so much fun and we had a great time. We got drinks and it was, it was so much fun. Yeah. And like I've done quite a couple handfuls or handful of Mm -hmm. dress shopping with people and it's never like super like crazy fun. Mm -hmm. This is quite an experience. Some were more heightened than others. Yeah. But yeah, it it can just be an overwhelming day too. Yeah. But I wish like I wish I would have bought the dress that I loved at the one shop. But I when I went and actually ended up buying my dress, I just went with my best friend, Laura, and we just tried on a bunch. And I said, oh, this is it. Right. Like, how do you how do you know the one is the one? How do you 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 don't know that? Yeah, you don't. You just guess. But maybe some professional will have a little bit more of a opinion there for us. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, I just got an an email while we were just sitting here and the title was from uh betches brides and i was like what are they messaging us and i think Ugh. it's just a fucking it's just a spam like just mass email dumb but um just let everyone know when we first getting started before we even like had an episode out um betches brides on instagram was looking for ambassadors <laughs> and they wanted 2023 brides and i wrote in and applied us to be on it <laughs> because I was like, Hey, listen, we're not brides. Like one of us is married and one of us is not. Um, I was like, but we plan weddings and we're got a podcast. So I think we'd be great ambassadors. Yeah. And I don't think we've heard back, but I also don't pay attention yeah. to that email enough to know. I haven't gotten anything. I've just gotten, you know, there's so many emails that we get with questions yeah. from, from it readers. It floods in so it's much that it's hard so, to see anything in between. It's really hard to like <laughs> siphon through them. Like we're really popular people. People mm-hmm. love us. Right, right. <laughs> but apparently not popular enough for Betch's brides to take us seriously. Yeah. Whatever. I think that would have been awesome. One thing I would like to talk about is my skincare routine, but it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Wedding ceremony. Where the heck do I even start? Prelude, processional, recessional, postlude, everything. Tips, please. 
Okay. And again, this is a lot. So I don't want to drag it down and talk too much about something. Cause again, it could be like a whole episode. Yeah. But we did, we do have, we do have thoughts, I guess. Yeah. So talk to your officiant. Yeah. Like that's, that's the most important. Cause one, if you, if you're getting married by somebody that's performed weddings for many years or a while or past or they're a member of a church or something like right. they know what they're doing right and if you have like, someone who just like got their license and is a friend that's officiating and it's our first time like have them do a little bit of research ahead of time and know like hey you're kind of leading this because most of the time when you get up there if you don't have a coordinator the officiant is the one that is doing it mm-hmm. and so if you have someone who doesn't know what the heck they're doing it just can be a little bit more stressful or just a little bit more chaotic yeah and there's so many templates on Pinterest and right. like all over the place. I mean, also it's your ceremony. Make it to, and we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, but yeah. like make it unique to you. Right. Like don't, don't have six readings if you don't want to have any readings. Your ceremony can be as long as you want and your mm-hmm. ceremony can be as short as you want. And that's up to you. Right. And we all know that people are there to see you guys get united, but no, not a lot of people, you know, as guests do care to sit there for too long. So I think Mm -hmm. it's okay to do it short, but I also think it should be a little bit longer than like 10, 15 minutes, like make it at least 20, I think, just so you can really have that moment. What is your quickest ceremony you've done at Chancaska? Um, well, let's take it back just like in general of like just my weddings I've ever done. It's because my previous venue, I had one where the groom was stage fright and like had stage fright and like didn't even want to go up there. And they ended up doing it inside of the, of the reception space because of, I think they were, I think of rain or something Mm. and they were on a stage and he was super, super tall, but he couldn't go on the stage because he was getting so scared and so nauseous and like going to pass out because he was just not. Yeah. And so it was awkward because like everyone was like on the stage and then he stood on the ground in front and I can't remember how it worked, but if she like moved down or what, but it literally was five minutes, like three to five minutes Damn. and it was done. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I used to say by the time we've had one where by the time the bride got down the aisle and the time they were walking back, it was six minutes long. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, one, that's way too short. Yeah. I mean, I get it. That's exactly what the couple wanted. So it's perfect right. for them. But I'm like, you just spent $600 to have your ceremony in this space for, mm-hmm. and for me to do two setups. Was it worth it? Right. So should have sat at their tables. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It wasn't worth it. Yeah. I just think that you can do some personal things that can make it, you guys feel better. And maybe it's, yeah, not eyes. I mean, eyes are on you when you're standing up there, but it's not like you're speaking if you're Mm -hmm. one that, you know, the couple that's getting married and is worried about having to be a center of attention. So kind of help with that too. Okay. Sorry. I keep bringing back to like the wedding this last week and I should just have a whole episode just off this wedding because (laughs) it, it honestly, it was a wedding that like I've seen all these trends on TikTok, and it was just like a wedding where things actually happened when you've seen it online basically. But they had the bridesmaids obviously stand on the left the groomsmen stand on the right but then the bride and groom switched spots so the bride was able to look at her bridesmaids and the groom was able to look at his groomsmen and I really liked it I like that too it was kind of nice because do they walk up like that or do they switch when they were up there well no so the guys actually 
came in by themselves and then the groom like so the guys came in from the side door and stood Mm -hmm. and then the groom walked the two sets of moms down Mm -hmm. and then stayed up there and stayed on the the bridesmaid side and then as the bridesmaids came up they all gave him a big hug or high-fived him and then the bride came up and then she stood on the groomsman side and it was just kind of nice and sweet and that is cute it was I mean I, I I don't think I would have been able to handle it because I would have looked at like my maid of honors who were probably hopefully hopefully that. they were crying. I love but, that. And I would have so cried much. because honestly, I'll, if I I will see them and it'll it will make yeah it'll make me yeah. more emotional, which I think is fine. <laughs> well, and then like the bride was able to like look out in the bride and the groom, of course, they were able to like just look out and see their their families mm-hmm. versus having to like look behind you right so oh I love 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 that yeah I'm I think it's something I'm gonna start asking my clients and be like hey yeah. so somebody else said this it worked awesome and it was beautiful do mm-hmm. you want to do this yeah and just maybe give them the idea because mm-hmm. it was cool I, I do love that yeah I like that a lot yeah I think um us mentioning the officiant I do think that if you don't have an officiant that knows what they're doing or you haven't they haven't said that they'll lead their rehearsal ask that question and if not you still need to have someone in charge of the of the um your bridal party telling people to walk and do this and do that Mm -hmm. if you're not if you don't have a coordinator telling them to take all the crap out of their pockets because what do they need their cell phone and wallet for during the ceremony Mm -hmm. nothing but like knowing when to walk or they're always talking and things like that Mm -hmm. some people know but i just don't leave it too willy-nilly because then it's just going to be yeah you never know how where it's gonna go yep yep um yep. and then uh I wrote, when it comes to like music and yeah. stuff like i mean i guess the general rule of thumb is always have like two three songs for walking in a song for your unity and then a song for walking out yeah like you could do more than that you could do less than that right and usually like if you do a unity of any sort you can tie that in and have music during a special song during the unity Mm -hmm. and i've had a lot of people where they just even when they're done with their unity part they wait for the 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 song to finish yeah yeah just kind of have a cute like little moment where Mm -hmm. you two are like talking or praying or doing whatever the heck you want kind of thing right um this is i think more of a personal but like with the unity ceremony try and do something that's unique to you like Mm -hmm. everyone has done the sand and like Mm -hmm. some people want to keep it and they can look at it and that's perfect but some people are going to put it away and never look at it again yeah so like or candle like you're going to put that in the box and then never look at it again so maybe think of something that you guys will be able to use or something i Mm -hmm. had a couple who branded like with with like uh like a cow brander yeah well so actually nick's um, Nick's sister, she, she got married. They so they're ranchers, and yeah. they had a cowhide behind and branded the cowhide, and that was super cool. And with I like love their, that with like their own like little like yeah. brand or something. Mm-hmm. That's actually really cool. Yeah. And then a couple that I had at the winery did so, somewhat the same thing, but it was wood, and they branded a piece of wood oh, to use for something else. And yeah. they live on like a cute little hobby farm, so it kind of made sense with them too. Yeah. So those things were fun. I was a little scared of them having fire, but we figured. It out <laughs> probably fine probably fine well we mentioned earlier in this episode too about like my couple a few months ago doing a pb and j sandwich because yeah. they're both teachers which was mm-hmm. cute so adorable um i had somebody last year they made their like their the drink i think they had when they f- had their first date was like miami vices or like mm-hmm. it was something kind of like that yeah so they literally made a cocktail yeah and i put like ice in a shaker for them and we had like little shooters where the 
um, the alcohol and like juices were already measured out. So mm-hmm. they literally just made a cocktail. So that was kind of fun. Yeah, that is um, One thing I do love seeing is when the couples like write letters to each other oh, yep. and then put it in a little box and then you open it up on your year anniversary. Like mm-hmm. I always think that that's kind of sweet and endearing, but. Yeah, I do like that too. Yeah. You put that in the box like during the unity. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then you lock like it. So. Oh my gosh, you have a ghost in your house? Maybe. <laughs> I had dreams about that last night. I just forgot to right now. No, it's because you read Verity. No, that was a while back. But it's because you mentioned Verity and, <laughs> and, and the exorcism after her. <laughs> um, okay. So then she asked about processional. And so like processional and recessional. And it's like who walks in... I thought we thought, who who would you walk in for the processional? You can pick if you want parents to, you can mm-hmm. pick if you don't want them to, or if there's grandparents, or if you're just going to skip it all and just do the bridal party. Yeah, or just not even you. do your bridal party, too. Like, I've had right. some where they just have everybody standing up front. Mm-hmm. The person, bride, has her moment. Right. You know, or maybe you just don't have a bridal party, and then it's just, oh, you guys. Shit, yeah. People that, do that too. too. Yeah. yeah. Um, recessional line. Okay, so there's so many options for this. So you can do, like, a ceremony, like, do it at the ceremony space, do it at the reception space, wait to do it when you're at tables during the reception. There's there's options and you had a thought about this because of your wedding too yeah I know I kind of mentioned it earlier too but like I wish we would have done one because I literally spent my entire reception right talking to people when I wanted to be enjoying my dance so mm-hmm. if you're the kind of person that is not going to care about that and you're cool like spending your reception talking to people don't do a receiving line right. but if you're like me and I talk to people all freaking night long on a normal basis, I don't want to talk to people all night long. Right. I wanted to enjoy I, myself. I'm done talking to people by 8.30 p.m. And I'm on the dance floor. Yeah, yeah. That was, that's what I wanted to do. But my husband was like super against it because he didn't want to have to talk to everybody. And right. I'm like, I definitely <laughs> saw the trend change where before I would maybe even like 2020 um I was always like okay well if you're when do you want to talk to them do you care if you do do you think you're gonna get stuck and I've had those conversations and then I think they would end up doing one just at the after the ceremony just to like get it done with or they go mm-hmm. around during the tables depending on when dinner and how that lays out um but then uh, soon after you know COVID. Yeah. Not wanting to, you know, hug everyone and be that close to people. It kind of went kaputs and no one did it anymore. And I just feel like it never came back. Everyone's like, yeah, screw it. We didn't do it for two years and it was fine. Yeah. Like, let's not. So I feel like a lot of people aren't doing it, but I still see the reason to do something because Mm -hmm. yeah, you just get stuck talking to people. Yeah. It's a bad, whenever I want to say COVID, I want to say coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to start saying that from now on. Do it. No. Um, Hopefully we just don't talk about it. So it's fine. Uh, okay, and then what else? Pre or postlude? Um, I would just say do something upbeat, yeah, fun, um, small, so short. My, one of my favorite officiants ever. He's a pastor here at Cross U Covenant in Man- or North Mankato, mm-hmm. and he, whenever Brad and I are doing weddings together, he. Like he and I have a system. We have a down pat and we work great as a team. Um, but he always mentions walk in like it's a funeral, walk out like it's a party. Yeah. And it's so freaking true. <laughs> so that's how I, I like started like phrasing that to my clients when yeah. Brad's not there and everybody just kind of stares at me and I'm like, they're like, that's morbid. I'm like, okay, but don't think of it in a morbid way. Like just right. like slow the fuck down. Yeah, it's fine. We're happy and excited. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. Um, And then I just have a suggestion where like (sighs) being a guest, I don't think there's many people that have been a guest and sat in their spots after the ceremony is over waiting to get uh, 
told they can leave mm-hmm. and like it. Like, just let everyone, yeah. if you're not doing a recessional, let them just leave. See, and now I don't love that because in my space, they literally <laughs> stand up, they walk 20 feet to the backspace and they crowd that bar. And when you have 250 people yeah. with only three to four bartenders, mm-hmm. I get yelled at so many times because people are like, there's a line for the bar and wait $5 or five minutes for a drink. And I'm like, yeah, because you stood right away and you walked away. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Whereas I think if you're at a church or you're offsite, like you're at the winery, for instance, and then well, when you it's offsite, me, it's so much more where it's trickling in. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the time, most of ours are onsite and we get the big rush but yeah kind of that's what it is i just we're just used to it <laughs> i know i just but i don't like being yelled at so just <laughs> make it easier on me please i'm very emotional so just, just we yeah, are know this she is. <laughs> um but just talk to your venue about that then <laughs> yes please <laughs> okay and the next question was planning my best friend's bachelorette party and some of the attendees keep trying to change plans do i stick to my guns or do i give in and i think that's ugh, a hard one um, it depends on who you are and who the other person is, what the closest yeah. is to the bride. And also, but it also depends on what does the bride want? Right. Like that's it, the goal. Like, I don't know. Like I've been a part of bridal parties or bachelorette parties before where like the person planning it isn't doing everything that the bride wants. So it's right. like you're trying to stand up for the bride, but also mm-hmm. at the same time, like, yeah, I've been a part of quite a few, but usually it's a group of us gals that are planning. So we can all mm-hmm. throw so many ideas out there. And the thing is, is it gets to be a lot because everyone's throwing their opinion out and it's like, okay, even not even for bachelor parties, like even just like showers of things and all that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot to have to wrangle in so many people. So I think keeping it to a small knit is good. And then you're just telling the rest of the people instead of having everyone decide. Yeah. But, but if you don't know what, what the bride or groom wants, then find a way to ask them. Yeah. It, it's, it's such a hard question. Cause it's like, I've never, I've never personally been in charge of planning a bachelor party before besides my own. Yeah. But like, and that was just because I'm psychotic and didn't let anybody else plan it. Um, but I don't know, figure out what the couple wants or the bride wants and kind of go from there. And if it's something where you're doing everything that the bride wants, fuck all those other people. Yeah. If it's yeah. something where you're just kind of doing it because that's how you would do it. Maybe take some advice from other people, but like, yeah. don't let it. I don't, yeah. It's so I mean, hard. I've it's, been there in both times where I've like, I've not been the planner and I've been close to the, the bride. And so I've thrown it out there just to like help be like, I know she'll like this better. Yeah. But I've also been the person that's helped like been the main with other people, the main planner. Yeah. And it's, if the people that are throw, I've had people who throw their ideas out there and I'm like, no, that's terrible. They're not going to like that. Um, so it's it's a it's a balance. It's a slippery and I, slope. Yeah. And I think the best thing is to find a way. Maybe you don't want to stress out the the bride or anything, so you don't want to come to her with or if you're it's a grooming or planning the bachelor party, um, or you know whatever. But you don't want to come to them with issues because it's going right. to stress them out but when, you, but it, you do want to go to them with certain things. Yeah. Say, do you want the night to be like this or not? Also yeah. depends on who you're talking to, because I'm a little nervous yeah. for mine because I'm also probably going to be the same way where I'm like, I know exactly what I want to do. I was talking to my friend Cody and she's like, when you get married and you have a bachelor party, I know exactly what we're going to do. I have 
I know exactly what's me perfect for you. And I trust her. So I'm like, hell yeah, like girlfriend, I can trust you. But in my head, I'm like, I already have the theme in my head I want to do. See, and that's fine. <laughs> and where I want to go. I was like, so <laughs> does it line up? And she's like, oh, fuck. And I was like, I know, I'm sorry. But see, that's how I was though. Like I told my maid of honor, I'm like, okay, hey, this is exactly what I want to do. This is, this is this, this is this. I basically planned it and then like let her work on like the small details because, yeah. but this is what we do for a living. We right. literally plan parties. We've heard about how how many bachelorette horror stories and like just other bachelorette things that's like mm-hmm. we know we know what we want we know what we're doing and also you're gonna throw a great party right so it's fine you're after your 29th birthday party like i can only imagine what your i was like what bachelorette party that was like the most <laughs> laid back thing too oh my god it was so much fun and i only came for half of it yeah. no actually i only missed maybe an hour and a half yeah, well, you weren't there in the beginning. Oh, yeah, I didn't get to go to dinner. But, I mean, there was a lot There was a lot more that was supposed to go on that day, but it didn't because I was too hungover. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was my fault. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yes, yeah, I, got a, I got a ring in your birthday with you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so fun. <laughs> we had a great time. Nick was mad at me the next day, but it's fine. <laughs> and so was Mo, and so was Carly. It's okay. It's, it's fine. <laughs> um, okay, so... so this question came in from the email as well um and this one's a little bit i don't i don't know if we're actually gonna be able to answer this one but how do you suggest we talk with our family who is helping or who are helping plan the wedding in regards to them giving unsolicited opinions and advice yeah so i think everyone has to deal with this so don't feel like you're alone yeah no matter what there's always someone which i think is a a great question to ask too because right. that same reason right uh, so my th- it depends on who they are how much money they're you know yeah. are they helping out with what is important to them to be able to kind of generate that but and also are they helping out like financially yeah like because i've always heard the term like no pay no say mm-hmm. kind of thing right and it sounds super bitchy to say but then also it's like well what do you do when they but i've been there so many times where i work with a lot of just the mothers of the like bride or grooms mm-hmm. and it's because they are the ones paying so mm-hmm. it at some point it becomes their wedding at, at yeah. it feels like yeah so you also still need to figure out a way to be like okay I, this isn't your wedding so you need to step off a yeah. little bit yeah yeah and hopefully there's not that tie saying well i'm paying for this so my opinion matters more yeah because that isn't what i what i think people should do is like build your build your dream build your wedding day. This is what you're doing. And then when people start asking, be like, well, this is what we're doing. This is this, this is our wedding. And if they, I mean, some parents are going to have good advice though too. So I mean, don't shut them out completely, but like here, have your mouth and then kind of see. And when you're having those meetings with either the venue or the coordinator or both, um, don't include too many people. Include mm-hmm. the people that you don't have to worry as much about or if you know you have to include them. Maybe do initial meeting that doesn't have them involved or maybe whoever you're meeting with, the venue coordinator or the actual coordinator, let maybe give them a heads up on it so that we know what yeah. side to be on because I do that all the time where mm-hmm. I can tell by the 
the mannerisms that they're annoyed of that person giving information. That energy that like presents them when they walk in the door and you're like, what did I just step in? Yeah. And I can easily be like, okay, well, we've already talked about this and, you know, talking to the couple and saying, now anything on here means that we have already decided we can always change things, but you know, I, I'll leave it in red if we're going to come back to it, but just trying to say like, we've already decided on this or trying to just like hone in. And sometimes that's a good reason of why coordinator is good because then it goes through them and they can help make, they're being hired to make those decisions. So it's being taken away from the family to have that reason to have to do that. Yeah. I guess I always like when I'm in meetings, I'm sure you do the same thing too. I always direct my attention in every single question at the couple, especially when I can tell that they're annoyed with the other person. I almost shift my body away from that person so that they get the hint that this is their wedding and I'm having their answering. So if they want to say they have to filter it through the bride and groom and then they figure it out where it's a lot to Mm -hmm. do that. Or it's Mm kind of nice. Like, cause I do all my meetings in like the bridal grooms or the bridal suite right now, Mm -hmm. um, since my office isn't finished yet, but I always have the couple sit with me at like the table. And then Mm -hmm. I have the parents sit on the couch, like 10 feet away. Mm -hmm. And in, I mean, a lot of times if it's, if I can tell it's good energy and like, it's fine, mm-hmm. um, then I let the parents sit around me too. But if it's not, then I'm like, you go sit over there. Yeah. Um, I'm like, or like even with tours, if they bring in mm-hmm. six to 12 people, I'm like, I'm going to focus all my attention on these two. If you have questions, wait till the end. Yeah. I'll get to you later. Yeah. 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 I think it's good to set that precedence, which is hard with doing it with your family. So it helps if there's an outside source or person to be able to kind of help do that. Mm-hmm. But I honestly also just chalk it up to stress. Be like, hey, yeah. there's too many cooks in the kitchen. I can't handle filtering through everyone's thoughts and opinions. I need to just try and figure out my own. And that's a good way to maybe without singling one person out, because there could be multiple people that are giving advice, but you only want to hear, you do want to hear from certain people to be able to kind of nip that and say like, you're stressing me out. I need to just take a step back. And then hopefully they would take a step back and yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the questions guys. Yeah. Those are, (laughs) those were the questions that we had. So and maybe next time we'll get some questions yeah. about us. I just really want to talk about us. I want people <laughs> to know more about like who we are. Right. And what's my dream Did I already job? say this before? That like this episode's like over everyone an hour who listens. Yeah. <laughs> people who listen. Yeah, it is. Um, people that listen are people that know us already. Yeah. So we just need to get people who don't know us. <laughs> so in promote time, in this time. on your Instagram and your Facebook. Please. We like um, a, or like, send us to the Betches Bride so we can be ambassadors. Yeah. We, I'm ready to start FabFitFun box subscriptions, like <laughs> discount code, <laughs> use the corner booth or use this, get this. I'm ready. I have an advertisement voice. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that sounds super annoying. <laughs> I think we'll start with probably some sponsorships and do it in our, in this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. All right. Feel free to reach out if you know of anybody that's looking for sponsorships. (laughs) (laughs) We ready. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, this was fun. As always, you can follow me on Instagram at Megan.Felber. And me at Cynthia Strasser. Yep. And our website is thecornerboothpod.com. 
And our Instagram is at the Corner Booth Podcast. Sweet. Submit your questions. And maybe once a week and every episode, we'll start answering questions on the podcast. Just yeah. Yeah. We'll spend what you, you people yeah, throw out random questions and we'll just at the end kind of answer them. Um, and then hopefully if you have any questions that you want to hear or people that you want to be on, just write on. Yeah. Just send it in yeah. on our social media so we can do that. We're just really focusing on interacting with you through social media. Mm-hmm. Yep. 